The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, 234, cannabis becomes legal in Canada in less than two months, and plenty of people and companies looking to capitalize on that. In Edmonton, plans are underway to launch a Uber-style delivery service for medical and recreational users. Joining us with the details uh, this afternoon is the CEO of Save the Drive, Chantel, uh, Chanel Graham. Hi, Chanel. Hi there. How are you doing this afternoon? Thanks for joining us. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's start with uh, maybe you can tell us where the idea came from. Well, the idea was actually born in Vancouver. I was trying to access um, medical cannabis for one of my clients. I'm a home care nurse by trade. And uh, I was trying to find a way for them to obtain cannabis without actually having to go to a dispensary. Um, I did some research online and unfortunately there wasn't anything really in place. There was kind of a some type of service, but it wasn't the most professional service. And uh, I came back to Edmonton thinking about how could I improve on the service that they did have and turn it into something professional? And that's how Save the Drive was actually born. So can you define for us the difference between professional and unprofessional? Um, I mean, the service that was available was very similar to dialing um, like your local drug dealer. It was very similar and it that's not uh, the type of service that somebody who is ill is looking for. So is that your primary demographic then, uh, medicinal cannabis? We'll be catering to both uh, recreational and medicinal. I think that um, keeping, you know, drivers off the road that are intoxicated and would like to um, access cannabis, that's important. Second of second all, um, I think that it's important that medical users, people who are feeling unwell, um, can't drive their car. Maybe they maybe they have mobility issues. Um, there's a lot of reasons why a on-demand service is in need in in Canada. Um, so Chanel, give me an idea of how how the how the business kind of model will look here in here in uh, Edmonton. How, how would this work? So you would download our app uh, via the App Store or Google Play, and once you've downloaded the app, you need to sign up and upload your identification for age verification. Um, once you've kind of inputted all that information, then you have the address that you want your cannabis delivered to, um, that will pull up the dispensaries in your area that um, are available, and you'll be able to see what type of products they offer. Once you've uh, selected the products that you're interested in, you'll be able to place the order and uh, make payment and then a driver would go to the dispensary pick up that that order and bring it to your doorstep and verify that the person 
he would be, he or she would be um, giving the product to is the same person that uploaded their identification. Okay, so that all sounds pretty good. It sounds like an Uber Eats, you know, or (laughs) (laughs) skip the dishes. But uh, wouldn't the one problem be that the AGLC uh, has already said the province's cannabis rules will prohibit retailers from selling items online or running a delivery service? Only Canada Post can deliver marijuana or cannabis. So we'll be working with AGLC at some point here. Um, But the the thing is, is that it's very similar to you know, um, asking your friend or or dial a bottle, any of those alcohol services, it's, it's very similar to those services. Nobody is actually selling cannabis online. Um, and so I think it's something that we're going to have to discuss with AGLC. Um, have you started those discussions yet? To meet those regulations. Um, we're just in the beginning of... Mm. of so I guess the challenge would be that we have an October 17th uh, <laughs> date for the legalization of cannabis, but we don't have those rule changes. So what will you do on October 17th if the rules have not changed? We'll be launching in the provinces that we are legally allowed to. Um, we will be working with EGLC and following all provincial regulations. Oh, if you don't mind me asking, what provinces would this service already be legal in once October 17th rolls around? Well, British Columbia, for sure. Um, I know that Ontario has just announced some of their regulations, so we'll be looking at uh, their regulations, and we hope to launch in Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and Toronto. So, well, there's... I mean, as the laws come out, we'll be we'll be adapting with with the new laws. Curious, Chanel, just about uh, the drivers. Will what will they will they have to go through anything special to get hired by you to deliver the cannabis? Uh, they'll have to go through a simple background check. Um, they, there'll be an interview process, so there will be requirements, definitely. Well, that's interesting because I don't know what the requirements are now, but I remember uh, back when we first started talking about this that, you know, when you wanted a license to grow, for example, you couldn't have a criminal background. There was other requirements, and so now it's gotten so big and I've sort of lost track of it all. (laughs) I mean, can you deliver uh, cannabis if you have a criminal background? Well, I I feel like for our company, we would prefer not not to hire um, with criminal background, obviously, depending on what those crimes are, but uh, I think it would just be safer and more. Um, I can't think of the word. Sorry, well, it, would, right. it would just be more, more for prudent, probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, our personal preference. Yeah. Hey, just out of curiosity, again, because I'm thinking about you know my children started using. My older adult children started using Skip the Dishes, and after a while, I finally got around to trying it. And, you know, <laughs> now I think we're a regular stop on their route. But uh, how are you going to handle complaints if somebody receives an item that they didn't order, you know, exactly what they ordered? They don't like the product, or how are you going to handle that? Um, we have an online, so it will be through the app, just the same as um, a lot of the services that you've mentioned. Um, where we'll be able to 
contact us and we will proceed with those complaints. So again, the apps will be available when, Chanel? October 17th. October 17th is the day and it will be Save the Drive on the in the App Store? Yep, and uh, Google Play. All right, in the App Store and in Google Play. All right, Chanel. Chanel Graham, the CEO of Save the Drive. Thanks for joining us this afternoon and letting us know about this. We appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Take care now. It's 242 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. And I'll say, you know, we were actually, we had stopped to pick up something, a bottle of wine to take um, over to uh, some friend's house on Friday night. And, and Coach was like, oh. He says, yeah, because there are liquor delivery I know there are. I've never used it. Nothing like that. I think it's through the liquor liquor depot or something like that. I've never used it. Um, Not quite sure how it works. I think you just call a number or or something like that. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with this, with, excuse me, with the AGLC, because if it's legal and if there's something there to prove that um, it's the age requirement is Mm -hmm. fine, I'm not sure how the AGLC will be able to say no. Well, they have pretty ultimate power, so they can just mm-hmm. say no. Well, and, I know they can yeah. probably just say no, but if but it I, is I get legal, what you're saying, yeah. and especially if the model's working elsewhere in the country, if if it's it's being used for for liquor, and at the other end, you would have to prove how old you were. I'm guessing again, I've not used it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be, be interesting it'll, to yeah, see. see how that how that all shakes down in the coming months for sure. We're yeah. less than two months away, you guys. It has sort of snuck up on us a little bit. And mm-hmm. as I was saying the other day, I'm sort of interested to see the year following October 17th, because I think what we'll see is, as I mentioned the other day, is sort of a changing landscape to retail. I think we're, we're also going to see, as Walter Michael said when he was on the show, um, that you know we're going to have to go backwards a little bit here and there as we see problems, mm-hmm. that the best thing to do is probably launch and then fix the problems as we identify them. I'm curious to see what the problems are going to be, whether it be a service like this that people say, why don't we have that mm-hmm. in Alberta? Or whether it be, a, you know, whatever, a problem with stores located next to cannabis outlets. Well, and, and and no pun intending, intended, but weeding out those, you know, if there's too many of them out there, who's right. going to be the, who's, who, who's going to rise to the top and in this? Exactly. And let's not forget September 12th is the date in which the city council is going to revisit yeah. the smoking bylaw. Because you'll recall that they had made a decision and then sort of walked it back mm-hmm. and said, okay, maybe we rushed into that a little bit or need need more study. Uh, so it's September 12th is the big day. But as municipalities across our province are making decisions, there's a variety of decisions being made. Red Deer is going to go with no, uh, no, public consumption. no public consumption whatsoever. I think Calgary actually went with that as well, if I'm not mistaken. Fort McMurray is looking at a different model. We're undecided at yeah. this point. And as you just said, October 17th is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. This is not as easy as it sounds. And and, 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 be, and so with the fact that every city, every town will have different rules on where you can or where you're not, you're gonna, it's going to be up to you. You're going to have to, if, if you're going to be using, yeah. you're going to have to know that. Well, that's the first thing. Well, that, and then the bylaw officers and the police officers. They have to know the law for sure. It's uh, The first thing that struck me when I read about Red Deer banning all public you consumption was, wow, within your own province, wouldn't it be nice, and I know it's not up to the province to make those decisions, but wouldn't it be nice if we had our rule so that you knew what the rule was? Because you'll, I, I can see Abitonians, if it's allowed in public places, going down to Red Deer, smoking yeah. outdoor, you know, not realizing that they've broken a law. It, it would be nice if there was some consistency mm-hmm. to this. 
but I don't know how to do that. Every Agreed. municipality would have to agree, right? It's 2.45 on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Want to remind you about a contest we have this afternoon. It is uh, 25 or 6 to 4. You know that uh, popular Chicago song, song, 25 or 6 to 4. We're going to play that at about... 25 or 26 to 4 this afternoon. We'll play a Chicago tune. The first caller through at 496-0063 to correctly identify the tune will be headed off to that uh, night with Chicago, September 5th at the Jubilee Auditorium. I want to mention as well, just before we take our break, and I know a lot of people texted in about this, uh, I said the Canada Post was the only authorized deliverer of people saying Pure Later. Yeah, I realize that. Pure Later is a Canadian courier company, 91% owned by Canada Post. It's all part of the same family. Some of your texts coming in, you can get a hold of us anytime at 630-630. Call us at 496-0063, just like Stephanie did. Hey, Stephanie, what's on your mind? Well, this this whole debate drives me crazy (laughs) because I just think that everybody's making too much of a big deal and we're all going down a wormhole. I think all they have to do is tie to alcohol, which just means don't do it in public. Like, to me, that's pretty simple. If you want to sit on your front porch and, and smoke a joint, then sit on your front porch, but you can't go on the sidewalk. See, and you know what? I agree with you, except yeah. when I've said that myself, the first text or phone call I'll get is, well, wait a second, though. What about medicinal marijuana? Mm-hmm. I have to have it with me. I have to be able to consume it in public. And then the next text or phone call is, well, wait a second. How are bylaw officers or police officers going to know the difference between medicinal and recreational? Well, you know what, that that may be true, but all they have to do is I think if you have medicinal marijuana, you have a license or a prescription. And so it's like if if you've got opioids or something or, you know, a pill for Tylenol 3, you have to have it in a bottle that's got a prescription. Like we can, we can still go, like I know there's going to be issues, but I just think if you just say you can't do it in public, and so forget about where you can smoke a cigarette um, <laughs> or whatever. Right now with marijuana, you can't do it in public. So if you want to do it in your own property, that's fine, do it. And then somebody is going to say, well, we want a permit to do it at a festival. Well, then deal with that later. But right now, when it's introduced, there's just no smoking it in public. You know, I, I would tend to agree with you, to be honest with you, and I know that's not going to be a popular view, but I would tend to, yeah. because I feel like we're biting off more than we can chew. If we, it's going to be legal, you're not going to have your front door kicked down because you've got a that's couple right. of plants, right? And let's right. start there and see how yeah. that works and, and then, then expand. It just, well, yeah. And, and the other thing is, is I heard somebody saying, well, you can't tell from a distance between a marijuana cigarette and a, like a tobacco cigarette. And it's like, well, but you can't tell if somebody's got a thermos of beer versus a thermos of water. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're yeah, getting true. so in detail. That I well, think, I think well, we're trying to overthink this and, a little bit, and right? I think, and I think that, and that's exactly what city council did a yes. couple of months back. They over thought so. it and then they then they kind of backtracked on it and we talk about the September 12th day and then they opened it up one in the survey yep. another survey well, and I hope you've weighed in on that Stephanie on, on their yeah, website okay good well uh, the other the other problem is that they're trying to tie it to tobacco yeah, and yep. don't use that as your opportunity like whether somebody smokes or not like just 
Don't use that as an opportunity to take out tobacco. We're not talking about tobacco. Well, that one so, went backwards on them yeah, in a hurry, yeah. right? Yeah, well, uh, but the problem is everyone's being opportunistic about all the things that they don't really like. So <laughs> yeah. we don't like alcohol, we're going to tie it to alcohol. We don't like it to tobacco, we're going to tie it. Like, everyone's trying to use this, but just deal with the issues. Don't do it in public. Like, it's pretty simple. Yeah, I agree with you. Stephanie, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. And again, yeah, that web, that uh, survey was up at the um, mm-hmm. City of Edmonton Well, website. we encourage people to go, so hopefully they and, did. And, you know, you start thinking about, you know, cities where you can walk down a street with a drink in your hand. Sure. Um, but you have Vegas, to ask, New Orleans, New Orleans Vegas. You have to ask yourself, though, if you want to be that kind of city, though. Do right? you? But again, I mean, isn't isn't cannabis... It's an intoxicant. Sure, I like. The, I really like the idea of. I'm not saying we start and end here, but maybe start here. Yeah. I like the idea of it's legal. Knock yourself out. Do it in your house. Do it in your backyard, and let's start there, and then let's move from there mm-hmm. to see where else we should be able to do it. The baby steps. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's, I, I just don't want this to be bike lanes again. Like, let's not. We'll put everything in, and then we'll have to take, they will signs take out again. stuff out. <laughs> right, and then post signs that say no trespassing. Still to come on the show, want to talk about this tirade that was caught on tape Mm. in in South Edmonton. We'll get to that. It's Uh, ugly. Oh, man. It just stuns me all the time when I hear stuff like that. Well, particularly here in Edmonton, right? I don't know why it does, all things considered, to be honest with you. We still have fringe tickets to give away. Your chance to win your way into a night with Chicago. Make sure you're listening at about 3.35. Identify that Chicago tune. Plus, on the other side of the 3 o'clock news. We've got a great guest in studio. As a result of our conversation yesterday about the cost of school supplies, we'll be talking to Courtney Powell, the founder of Elevated Enviro. You're losing money not to listen. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.